thyroid drivers. Welcome back to another episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites, a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you live well and eat well so you can feel well. I'm Ginny Mahar, your host and the face behind the apron at hypothyroidchef.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about every thyroid thriver's arch nemesis, the scale. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, okay. I know that's not true for all of us, but an inability to lose weight, even when we're doing all the things, is the number one complaint and frustration amongst those of us with an underactive or missing thyroid. So let's talk about it. This is kind of a vulnerable topic. It's a vulnerable topic for me because of my own struggles with weight loss. And I know I'm not the only one who has struggled with this, who has struggled with body shame, with comparing myself to others, with lots of other just tough stuff that comes from toxic ideals about what women's bodies are supposed to look like, about toxic diet culture know that you are beautiful and whole and worthy just the way you are. And if weight loss is not a personal goal for you, I support you. You do you. But this is a goal for many, if not most of my health coaching clients and from the thyroid thrivers that I hear from in my community, on my socials and in my DMs. So I do want to address the topic. This topic has really been top of mind for me this month because it's what we're covering in the Thrivers Club. So in case you haven't heard, I now have a group health coaching community called the Thrivers Club, and it has been amazing. This has truly been a game changer for me and for the people in the Thrivers Club. Uh, We do group health coaching. We have members-only workshops each month. We cover a different theme. We've talked about things like thyroid healthy eating, We've talked about things like the Thyroid Thrivers Success Path. Uh, This month, we're we're talking about weight loss. Uh, Next month, I think we're doing, uh, the theme is we're doing a, a cooking workshop on thyroid healthy smoothies. So all kinds of great content that's, you know, included in the Thrivers Club, but really it's about community and it's about helping you get from where you are with your health to where you want to be. So that's what we've been doing in the Thrivers Club. These monthly wellness challenges enable people to take everything that we learn in the Thrivers Club and then apply it in real life using these wellness challenges where we score ourselves, people win prizes. It's just been tons of fun. The most incredible group of people has found their way to this community. It's, I'm, I just... I am absolutely over the moon about this because I feel like I've been able to, you know, with my work and my mission, I've been able to up level. And so, you know, from that spiritual standpoint, it just feels so fulfilling and joyful to me. And I am loving it. So launching it was a big deal for me. I opened the doors to the Thrivers Club back in January as a beta launch only. It was a temporary enrollment. And it took a lot of time to just get the membership underway because, you know, there's a lot of um, maintenance. There's a lot of, you know, new content. And of course, I'm available in the community. I am responding to every comment, every question. 
Um, and also, you know, my members also enjoy discounts on things like my one-on-one coaching. So my coaching services are, you know, my calendar is getting busier and things like that. So it's been a bit of an adjustment for me and I'm sorry, I've kind of been pulled away from the show temporarily, but I am back. Um, and that beta launch, as I mentioned, was in January and now we're really cruising along and it's going so well. You know, there were a couple minor bugs, all that's been worked out. Um, so I've just opened the doors for enrollment to anyone and everyone who wants to be a part of this community. So if you are interested in that, I highly encourage you to check it out. I'll put the link for it in the show notes, or you can go to my website, hypothyroidchef.com slash membership to learn everything you want to know about the Thrivers Club and see if it, if you think it might be a good fit for you. But if you are ready for support, if you're tired of going it alone, if you feel like you're just not able to reach your health goals, if you have questions that you want help with, but you don't necessarily want to, you know, work one-on-one with me um, and you want to gain from the benefit of working in a community like this, there's a lot of data behind the power of the group when it comes to health outcomes and our health outcomes are more positive. We can support ourselves and our health goals by finding support, not just from me, not just from, you know, your own hypothyroid chef and functional medicine health coach, but from other thyroid thrivers. You're learning from the questions they ask. You're inspired by the work that you're doing together. You you know, share in the journey together. And it's been, it's been really nice for me once again, to not be going it alone as a thyroid thriver. I mean, of course I'm, you know, connecting with all of you in so many different ways, but this is just, this has enabled me to create a real place of community where we can connect with and support and inspire one another. So if you want to learn more, check it out, hypothyroidchef.com slash membership. Um, but yeah, the Thrivers Club, I, I just, I can't say enough about how amazing it's been. There's so much support, so much good vibes. Um, and I recently surveyed my beta members to see, you know, before I open the doors, I want to know, like from you guys, how is it going? How are you liking it? What would you change? And I was completely blown away because Every single response, a hundred percent of the people who responded to this survey gave it a five-star rating. And the feedback was incredible. Like it just on a regular basis, it just gets me like so misty to see what's happening with people in the Thrivers Club. Um, So I'll just share one uh, bit of feedback from one of our members, Angelica V, who says, the Thrivers Club has allowed me to become more aware of what I put into my body and how my intake affects my daily life. The challenges hold me accountable, and I've learned more in the last three months than ever before. I can't wait to continue learning and interacting with the Thrivers Club community. So lots of good vibes lots of happy members, lots of life-changing stuff happening in there. And it's all about, you know, your goals. So whether you're newly diagnosed, whether you're decades down the path, whether your number one priority right now is weight loss or working on your food or 
working on things like stress management, self-care, or all of the above. We're all on our own thriver's journey. And so this is a place where whatever it is you're working on, this is about you taking an active and engaged role in your healing journey so that even after you leave the Thrivers Club, you have skills and tools and awareness that nobody can take from you, that are permanent, that will go with you forever and support, you know, your ideally your optimal health for the rest of your life. That's what we're doing in the Thrivers Club. So if that appeals to you, hypothyroidchef.com slash membership, I would love to welcome you into the Thrivers Club. Okay, tales from the scale. Let's get into the show. I'd like to start the show by, you know, sharing a personal story. This is a personal topic. It's, um, it is a topic that feels like it has really deep emotional roots, sometimes roots to our past, things like emotional traumas. Sometimes it can feel really frustrating when we feel like our body is out of our control. And with an underactive or missing thyroid, it is not all in your head that it is more challenging to lose weight. That is just kind of a sad truth of our, you know, of our our condition, you know, whether you're dealing with hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, maybe you had your thyroid removed or ablated for some reason. If you are on supplemental, even if you're, you know, treated and on supplemental thyroid hormone, it can still be really difficult to lose weight or to maintain a, a healthy weight. So I'll share a story with you just to start off that kind of like highlights this. Um, right before the pandemic, we were getting, we had a trip planned to Hawaii. We hadn't been there in ages. I used to live there and so excited to go back. And of course, wanted to get in shape for our Hawaii trip. And uh, I, I went to my gym. There was a a weight loss program going on that interested me because, you know, the focus wasn't on calorie restriction. It was on macros and it was on boosting your metabolism. And it sounded really great. And the owner of the gym was hosting it. She had had personal success with this program and was just on fire about it. And I was like, I'll try anything. Sure. Why not? So I participated in this program. Uh, it was a macro program. The, the, you know, it was bio individual. So they look at like all your different factors. And I got put on a program where I was eating five small meals a day <laughs> and, you know, all balanced with, you know, protein, healthy fats, carbs, um, at specific intervals to get my metabolism revved up and firing. And, you know, of course there were no, like, like you could still have treats and stuff like that. You weren't so much counting calories, but you were, you know, looking at your portion sizes. Um, so, you know, a lot of those programs, they say it's not calorie counting. We do points or we do red light, yellow light, green light foods, or, you know, I've done a lot of these different programs. It all kind of comes down to like, there is some calorie restriction involved, but there are other strategies involved as well. So with this program, we went to the gym once a week for meetings where we talked about different topics. We learned about stuff. People shared how they were doing, talked about different challenges, and we did a weigh-in 
a weekly weigh-in as a group. And there's like, I don't know, maybe 30 people in the group participating in, in this. And when I commit to something, I'm like pretty disciplined. I'm, you know, I get into it and I'm tracking. I've got all the printouts and I'm writing down and I'm measuring and I, you know, I'm going up skiing and I've got my, you know, <laughs> my ready to go meal in my pocket that to eat at a certain time. And I'm like, I'm going to try it. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to give it my all. So that's what I did. And week one, I go in, I'm excited. I'm into it. I'm doing it. People are like, I can't believe it. I lost five pounds in the first week. You know, it's like, okay, okay. I lost zero. Second week, same thing. Oh yeah. Now, wow. My, my metabolism is really revved from this program. You know, I I'm losing all this weight. Now I'm down a total of seven pounds or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I gained half a pound. Um, And I was really surprised personally by how much food it was. To me, it felt like more than I had been eating. So I kind of wondered, like, I I don't know if I feel like I'm actually eating more. How is this going to work? Third week I go in and I'm, I'm, you know, kind of having doubt at this point (laughs) and of course get on the scale and have lost nothing. And I talked to the, uh, you know, one of the coaches of the program after class and I'm like, I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like I am following this to a T and I'm just not seeing results. I, I have Hashimoto's and, and they're like, yeah, you know, it's possible to lose weight. You can't. But oftentimes it's going to take longer. Well, by that point, I just, I felt demoralized. The group weigh-ins, I found it was like, for me, for my situation, you know, with Hashimoto's, with hypothyroidism, it just felt humiliating at the end. And so I decided, I just was like, I'm not doing this anymore. This doesn't feel good. And it's just making me feel really defeated and like, it's not possible for me to lose weight. So I'm going to step away from this and do my own thing. And I weighed myself at home a week later and kind of like stuck with the program a little bit. And I had lost four pounds. (laughs) So what's the moral of of the story there? There is a delay for everyone from the onset of our our effort to the onset of results. And I think this is especially true with weight loss. And I think it is especially true with an underactive or missing thyroid. It may take longer. And looking back on that program, there was a lot about it I liked. Um, You know, there's different opinions about like those five small meals a day and stuff and, you know, giving your body more of a break, like a fasting break between meals, especially between dinner and breakfast and yada, yada, you know, (laughs) there's so much different research on these things. And it's like, you can kind of cherry pick your argument, you know, what, what science do you want to, but the point of this program was to rev your metabolism. And I felt like after a month, I had succeeded in that, but I had already, like my mindset was done. I had reached that point of, I feel defeated. I feel hopeless. I feel demoralized and I give up. 
And so ultimately I didn't continue on with that program and maybe I should have, um, it was kind of restricting. I wasn't loving the like micromanaging of the meals and the times and the measuring and all that stuff. It just felt like a little bit unsustainable to me that way. But keep that in mind that weight loss is going to require some effort. It's not one of those things for the vast majority of us, even on thyroid medication, that's going to happen instantly or with ease or on accident. It often takes some effort. It takes some dedication. It doesn't always happen based on the thing you think that's going to help you. Sometimes it's going to happen because you start sleeping more and managing your stress more than, you know, more than like micromanaging your meals, for example, micromanaging your food and your portion sizes and things like that. It's different for everybody. There's a lot of factors and we'll touch on those a little bit today, but I don't want to get too much into like a tutorial here in this episode. This is more about just the journey and what we face and what we deal with as thyroid drivers. So know that if you've ever been in that situation, if you've ever felt like it's just not working, I give up. I feel demoralized. I feel humiliated. I feel frustrated. I want to cry because I just feel like, why won't my body respond the way someone else's will? There's that degree of acceptance that we have to find because it is true that for many of us, our bodies don't quite respond the way someone else's does. The thyroid is the master gland of metabolism. This is how the rate at which our bodies burn energy, how efficiently they do that. And so it is very possible that you may have a lower metabolism than the person sitting next to you who doesn't have a thyroid issue. And what that means is that, yeah, you can eat the same amount as them. You can do the same amount of exercise. You can do the same weight loss program at your gym. And they can be hopping on the scale and seeing results and you might not, or you might not see them as quickly, or you might not see them as much. That isn't meant to discourage you, but I think it's important to have that awareness that, yeah, that's a reality for us. And we have to sort of embrace that. And I think be aware of that as thyroid drivers so that our mindset can stay where it needs to stay in order for us to reach our goals, which is not in a place of defeat. It's in a, we have to stay in a place of hope and belief that we can reach our goals and we can, you can, I know you can. One of the things that I think gets tricky for us is that so many of us hear from our doctors, well, you just need to eat less and exercise more. And that equation is really oversimplified. And in a lot of cases, it can backfire for us as thyroid thrivers. So I heard that from my doctor the first four years after my hypothyroidism diagnosis, you know, when I'm going in and I'm saying, I don't feel like myself. I'm tired all day, every day. I'm sick all the time. I cannot lose weight. That's what I was told. Just eat less and exercise more. Try a weight loss program you know, do more. Well, first of all, with exercise, let's talk about that. There's a strong link between the thyroid and the adrenals. 
And there are all kinds of good forms of stress. Eating spikes our cortisol, which is our stress hormone. Exercise spikes our cortisol, which is our stress hormone. Now, cortisol has been kind of made out to be like a bad guy. It's not the bad guy. Cortisol is what gets us out of bed in the morning. But when we have chronically elevated cortisol or when our, our cortisol is going too high, when we're inflicting too much stress on the body with interventions that we might think are healthy, like intermittent fasting, like over-exercising, like exercising more and eating less, like calorie restriction, things like that can, you know, elevate our cortisol, which is the stress hormone produced by the adrenals. And it can just make things so much worse. We can end up with issues like um, exercise-induced autoimmune flares or just exercise intolerance where we feel like our workouts are leaving us exhausted. Um, You know, that certainly happened to me where I've overdone it on, say, like a big backcountry skiing day and come home and end up feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. And then the next day I'm still exhausted and actually having like flu-like symptoms from overdoing it. So I don't want to say, you know, calories don't matter. Exercise doesn't matter. Of course they do. Of course they do. But to, to just say eat less and exercise more, it's just calories in versus calories out, I think is an oversimplification that overlooks a lot of other factors that can be there for us as thyroid patients. Like, how about our medication? How about number one, if you're having trouble um, losing weight, let's look at your TSH, your free T3 and your free T4 to see not just are you on the right amount of synthetic T4 thyroid hormone, but what is that medication doing in your body? Is it being converted? Are you absorbing it? Is your body utilizing it? Is there enough of it? You know, that you can't tell from just a TSH test. So getting a comprehensive thyroid hormone panel and finding a doctor who's willing to help you optimize those meds, meaning getting on the right medication at the right dosage for you, and that's different for everyone, you know, is kind of step one if you're having trouble losing weight. There's other stuff with weight loss that comes into play, Um, not just our adrenals, but our gut health. You know, there's the thyroid adrenal axis. There's also the thyroid gut axis. If we have major gut issues and lots of inflammation in our bodies, it's going to probably be a lot harder to lose weight. If we're not sleeping well, if we're not drinking enough water, if we have chronically elevated stress, if our macronutrients are off, if we're not getting enough protein, if we're not eating enough healthy fats, if our liver function is down or just sluggish, you know, all those things can factor in. Some of that comes down to diet and lifestyle changes. And then some of that comes down to things you need to work with your doctor on, like getting those meds optimized. And also with your doctor, you can talk about uh, addressing some underlying root cause factors that can make it harder to lose weight. Things like nutrient deficiencies, underlying infections, hormone imbalances, that includes leptin imbalance. Leptin is the hormone that controls your appetite. There's a lot of different factors here that come into play. And again, I don't want to get into like too much of a tutorial here, 
But that is why you hear so many thyroid health experts and fitness experts and weight loss experts say there's so much more to it than calories in versus calories out. It doesn't mean that doesn't play a role. It just means there's a lot more to the story. And if you're overlooking things like these diet and lifestyle factors, you could be, you know, unknowingly undermining your efforts to lose weight. Like let's talk about sleep. For example, there are a lot of experts now who recommend it's better for you. If you're trying to lose weight to stay in bed an extra hour and get that sleep, than it is to wake up early, cut yourself short on sleep to go to the gym. So that's pretty eye-opening, you know? Sleep is super important. Stress management is super important. The food we eat is super important. Getting lots of colorful plant foods for vitamins and minerals, making sure we're eating enough fiber, getting healthy fats to keep us satisfied, eating plenty of protein with every meal and snack to help with blood sugar balance, to help with thyroid function, to support muscle mass. I think I, I, you know, (laughs) come to this point, I feel like in almost every show or every article I write where it's, it's not one thing, it's all the things. And if this sounds overwhelming or like, how can I possibly do all that? The thing is, there's this, you know, this overarching like umbrella of what I call thyroid healthy diet and lifestyle. And that comes down to, you know, not just your food, but your sleep. Um, Are you avoiding environmental toxins? Are you staying active in a way that doesn't, you know, overstress your body that you're not having negative reactions to? Uh, How's your gut health? Um, How's your support system? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you staying hydrated? All those things, well, it sounds like a lot, are the same things that help us boost our energy boost our vitality, feel happier, boost our mood, be able to reach our our weight loss goals, for example. It's all those same things. So it's kind of like, you know, many conditions, many diseases, one cure kind of thing. That diet and lifestyle piece, that whole life, whole health approach is what we come back to again and again as thyroid thrivers when we're trying to reach our health goals, whether that's weight loss, or trying to reduce anxiety or trying to have energy or trying to reduce inflammation and, and joint pain, uh, heal our guts. It all comes back to those same principles of thyroid healthy living. The other thing that makes just eat less and exercise more problematic advice is because like we talked about, you know, the over-exercising, you can kind of be undermining yourself. Like sometimes people find when they're doing lots of uh, long duration, high intensity cardio, like you're getting on the Stairmaster for an hour, for example, they may find I'm actually gaining weight. And the thing with food, the eat, so that's, you know, exercise more, the eat less part of it, caloric restriction will eventually lower your metabolism, especially the more extreme that caloric restriction is. So if you're trying to, you know, lose 20 pounds in three months or something like that, and you're going down to say 1200 calories a day, the trouble is what can happen is you ultimately lower your metabolism. And the same is true for yo-yo dieting that can lower your metabolism. 
it might be better to take a uh, slower approach, a slower and longer approach to not cut those calories in such an extreme way or to practice calorie restriction on an intermittent basis, as in not every day. Maybe you restrict calories a few days a week and the rest of the time you track your food um, to look at, well, how much am I eating? I think something like that can be a very empowering and awareness building exercise just to look at what am I eating? How much am I eating? Am I getting too much? I recently did this in January because it had been a while and I just thought, I want to see, you know, how I'm doing with food and how are my macros. So I use this tool called chronometer, which I really, really like. It's very, uh, if you're not a tech person, it, it might not be the best for you, but I really liked chronometer because of the level of detail that it gave me about not only uh, my caloric intake, but also my intake of macronutrients and micronutrients. So if you're really diligent about recording, you know, every single thing that goes into your recipes, it will tell you, this is how much calcium you're getting. This is how much vitamin D, vitamin A, vitamin C, uh, protein, fats, et cetera. And and the breakdown of the fats, how many omega-3s, how many omega-6s, amazing, amazing data. And I was really surprised to find in doing that. And I'll tell you, I lost weight doing that. I wasn't necessarily trying to, but just tracking my food helped me lose weight without, you know, having to do like a weight loss program. But what it showed me surprisingly was I wasn't eating enough in using this chronometer app. What I did was I ended up, um, eating more breakfast and, uh, eating, you know, more regular meals, like three meals a day. And I'd sometimes find like, wow, I, I didn't get my, my calories in for the day. Um, and I, I exercise regularly. So, you know, that's going to increase your caloric needs as well. So something like that can be really eye opening. but you, you might be surprised to find that it isn't as simple as just eat less and exercise more. You know, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more that goes into boosting our metabolism, keeping it as revved as possible, keeping it as high as it can be so that we can, you know, build muscle, lose fat and maintain muscle mass while we're losing fat and reach our weight loss goals. So that's one small takeaway that you can take from the show today. If weight loss is a goal for you, I think that's always a great place to start take an assessment, track your food. If, if you want to use an app, there's so many good ones out there. Uh, my fitness pal is good. Um, chronometer is good. Uh, I use a Fitbit. So, you know, they also have the ability to track food in there. Maybe you use an Apple watch or something like that. Use what, you know, what works for you and you like, or use a notebook and a pencil and just write down everything you eat. With that comes awareness of how much I'm eating and what I'm eating. And also comes a built-in accountability because you know, I've got to write this down. I've got to record this. You know, if I'm going to eat this uh, banana split, for example, you know, I've got to write that down and that that'll be in the back of your mind. So it does sort of provide 
a bit of built-in motivation. Now, this is a good spot to mention too. It isn't just about what we eat, but it's about how we eat. And coming back to that stress piece, you know, a lot of us are kind of eating mindlessly. We're not paying attention. We're just, we're eating based purely on hedonism. What sounds good and what looks good and what do I want right now that I can just scarf down while I'm scrolling social media or watching TV or watching the news. And this is not a good way to support weight loss. It just isn't. So being more mindful about our meals, sitting down to eat, turning off and setting aside our devices, turning off the television, using our senses to tune into the food on our plates, the colors, the textures, the flavors, the aromas, to chew our food thoroughly. You know, even that just chewing our food thoroughly and practicing mindful eating can really help support our weight loss goals. So the scale, tales from the scale, right? That's what we're talking about today. What about the scale? How does that factor in here to thyroid and weight loss? The scale can be a really helpful tool on our weight loss journey. I mean, we need those metrics, right? It can also be helpful to have backup metrics like measuring yourself. So for women, one of the areas of the body where we see the most results is around the hips. So you could just take one measurement or you could measure your whole body. You could measure around your arms, your legs, your your hips, your thighs, uh, your waist around your belly button. You could measure around your breasts. It's up to you, you know, how far you want to go with that. But the nice thing about having those measurements is that especially if you're incorporating a lot of exercise like strength training, which is, you know, highly recommended for us as thyroid drivers, having those measurements can be kind of a backup plan if we're, say, building muscle um, and therefore gaining weight. Muscle weighs more than fat, and we may be building that muscle before we start to burn fat. So especially at first we can find that, oh, we're working so hard and we're gaining weight that can be defeating. Then we get into that mindset piece of, I want to give up. This isn't working. I quit. That's what we want to avoid here. So that's sort of, you know, the, the conversation I think about the scale comes uh, down to mindset, a lot of it and what works for you, what strategy works for you. So having backup metrics, like the um, measurements can be helpful. And then I think when it comes to the scale itself, do you want to weigh in daily? Do you want to weigh in once a week? Do you want to weigh in once a month? And, you know, that's something to experiment with. And I think it's different for every person. There's kind of pros and cons to every approach here. Like there was a study done on doing more weigh-ins. So they they did a study of about a thousand people and they found that people who were weighing themselves daily experienced uh, 1.7% weight loss versus the people who weighed themselves weekly or less, they experienced no weight loss. So I think it's sort of like that built-in accountability of tracking your food. There's built-in accountability of tracking your weight and weighing yourself daily, which I've certainly tried and done before, um, can result in either weight maintenance or more weight loss. Now, maybe it's too much for you. Maybe it feels defeating. Our weight is going to fluctuate. 
is weighing yourself daily working for you? Or is it making things a little harder or just not feeling like a healthy habit for you? You know, and I think that just takes some, some trial and error. One thing I've found that I like to do kind of on a regular basis is I have found that I like monthly weigh-ins because especially as a woman, when we have a monthly cycle, our weight is going to fluctuate typically throughout that month. When I weigh myself once a month at the same time of the month during that cycle, I know that I'm comparing apples to apples. Now, if I were to weigh myself weekly, I would probably see, you know, and have seen, you know, a fluctuation where it's like up, 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 and then down, up, 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 down, up, 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 down. So I think it just is about what feels good for you, what's effective for you, you know, and finding what works for me, what has worked in the past. What strategy was I using last time I successfully lost weight? That comes down to food, self-care, maybe a certain program. Maybe you were using a certain dietary template like paleo or, uh, you know, to lower inflammation, heal the gut, you know, who knows, but ask yourself what has worked for me in the past. The last time I was successful at losing weight, what was working then? How often was I weighing myself? Was I exercising? Like what type of exercise was I doing? Because what works is a really bio-individual thing could be different for each of us. You know, I know a few thyroid thrivers who have had success using keto. I know a lot of thyroid thrivers who have not had success using keto. Same goes for intermittent fasting. You know, both of those things I think are things that should be you know, done under the guidance of a holistic or functional nutrition practitioner. Um, But it really depends and comes down to you as an individual finding what works and then doing that, you know? Um, And that's the thing I think is as we're in this month of the Libra full moon, actually the day I'm recording this is the Libra full moon. And what is the symbol for Libra? It's the scales. It's the scales. And that's what we're talking about today. And I think it's so beautiful that way. This journey with weight loss is not just about the scale that shows our weight. It's not just about, you know, having tunnel vision on that one little number. It's about finding the balance. And it's about finding the balance between self acceptance and self love and effort because it's both, right? It's one part of it that, you know, it has to come from a place of self-love. It has to come from a place of compassion. It has to come from a place of, I want what's best for me. And I want the gifts for myself that weight loss can bring versus I'm not worthy of love unless I'm a certain size or I hate my body. And that's why I want to, that's why I have to lose 50 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever it is. It, it has to come from a place of love. And that has to also come from a place of self-acceptance so that we can believe I am capable of this. I'm worthy of this. And it's okay that this is taking longer because it's okay for me to, to be the size that I am right now. 
when we find that self-love and that self-acceptance, that's what enables us to keep doing the work. And what's the work? It's all the things. It's not one thing. It's all the things. If you want help and support with this, I highly encourage you to check out the Thrivers Club. This is what we're in there doing. It's not a weight loss program, but the thing is, all these principles of thyroid healthy food and lifestyle, the sleep, the self-care, the community, the food, the hydration, the avoiding toxins, all the things that we're working on in there and supporting one another with are what makes up that whole more complex, but more accurate equation of thyroid weight loss. What I find is that when people start to incorporate this whole life, whole health approach to dealing with their hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's or living without a thyroid, weight loss often occurs as like a happy side effect. You know, even if it isn't your goal, maybe you're, you're losing inflammation weight. Maybe you're just eating better. Maybe you're moving more, all those things. Maybe you're man- doing a better job managing your stress. Maybe you're you know, motivating to get into that functional or holistic practitioner to look at things like your micronutrient imbalances or your, your blood sugar or, um, your hormones. And well, you know, on the one hand that can be kind of frustrating that this has to be a little more complex for us, that we have a little bit more narrow road to drive down on this, that the person next to us may have an easier time losing weight than we do. All those things that we're doing for our thyroid healthy lifestyle, for our energy, for our overall health can support all of our weight loss goals. And it isn't a diet. It isn't a 30 day program. That's, that's not what we're doing here. This is about sustainable ongoing lifestyle and habit change and mindset change. It's about what's happening between our ears and how we approach our bodies and our health and how we value ourselves and believe in our own worthiness and our own ability to achieve our health goals and to know what those health goals are and going beyond that little tiny insignificant stupid little number on the scale and thinking in much bigger terms of things like, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do with the energy and the vitality and the joy that I'm going to have from feeling better because I did the effort of taking better care of myself because I loved myself enough to do those things. I think that's a good note to end on for the day. I hope you're doing so well. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites. I've missed you. I'm glad to be back. If you've enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave a review. Uh, and if you'd like to know more about how you can live well and eat well as a thyroid thriver, you can download my free thyroid healthy grocery guide at hypothyroidchef.com slash grocery. I will put that link in the show notes for you, as well as the link to the Thrivers Club group health coaching membership 
if you're tired of going it alone, if you're ready to do this, to do the work, to find the mindset, to reach your goals, and to come away with life-changing, healthy habits so that you can finally get the results you need, so that you can feel well, not just for 30 days, but for good. I'll also put that link to the Thrivers Club membership for you in the show notes, or you can check it out at hypothyroidchef.com slash membership. I'm Ginny Mahar, a thyroid health and cooking coach, wishing you happy cooking, happy thriving, and the best of health. See you next time.